Yo, welcome to the Level Up Podcast. I am Ron OG. This is Sarah Esters. I'm Black and Pino J. And we are the, the Level, Level Up Crew. Crew. This is our dirty 30th episode. 30th episode, yay, yay. Yay, the 30th episode. Um, uh, we got a lot to go to discuss in this uh, episode, but first of all, what's going on with you, Black? You uh, you got the COVID? No, nigga, I don't get that shit. I got <laughs> um, tested negative. By the yeah. grace of God and the powers yeah. of Grace Skull. Yeah. Hey, hey, would you would you scare like an HIV test though? <laughs> no, nigga. What? Man, that's a whole nother. Where you get that from? That's two seconds. Yeah. You know how you always like you get tested for the first time and you nervous. Yeah, when you when you get the <laughs> STD like, test. Yeah. That's like getting pulled over for for a speeding ticket, like. Nigga, were you were you gonna get the death penalty? I know. It's zero I mean, to in this 100. day and age, in this day and age, I mean that that, that is kinda, <laughs> that could happen, but damn, nigga, that was extreme. Uh oh, you know, I think you got it. He got it over here, mm-hmm. coughing my lungs Ooh. out. <laughs> but you, you, you don't get tested. So, so yeah, you... um, that Saturday when we recorded, um, like my fever spike. And then um, I had got, I actually had got news. I had a distant cousin somewhere up north that um, she was 27. She passed from the COVID or suspected COVID complications. So mm, I'm sorry to hear that. Condolences. Uh, yeah, that's all good. Um, she had like any like breathing problems or anything? I think she did. It was one, uh, it was my, my aunt's cousin. That I, I, that's how we're kind of, it's kind of distant and stuff. I never met her, um, but it's still sad just to hear anybody uh, pass from it. Um, yeah. my, my aunt posted on Facebook, and um, my pops and my stepmom, they heard that I had a fever, and they just kept um, urging me to, to go to the ER just in case. Drop I told them I took the test to ER, boy. But, <laughs> so I, did, I listened to my dad. Well. You don't have it, right? They no, say you cool. I just got some kind of other viral infection thing going on, so they gave me antibiotics and um, just told me to get uh, take Tylenol to manage that fever. So that's all right. That's yeah, he good. was coughing his lungs out, had a mask on, had me feeling up. bad. I felt like I felt like I could catch it through the phone or something. Man. I think you did, Marvin. <laughs> I think you're the first case the way you coughing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I hope you get better, man. Hopefully in the next week or two. So, I'm hoping. Uh, what about you, sir? What you been had going on? Man, working, yeah. slaving, getting back, getting back on my feet. My feet been hurting like I'm pregnant. <laughs> like, like, for real. They swollen. Like swollen, dude. I'm like, dang, dude, the last time I really walked. Like, man. Because all you did the whole time was watch TV, right? Man, you stay said. on the couch. And I did, like, I need to get back in the gym, too. Yeah. And I've been just doing little push-ups, little push-ups here and there. But I'm like, man, COVID got me lazy. Mm, we see. And uh, I got a, got a birthday to get to. Yeah. My son's birthday today. Yeah. My little man. Um, he got all the gifts he needs. How old will he return this? Woo! How old did he turn? I'm just playing five. He turning five. (laughs) Five five going on fifty. 
Let's what's up. Happy that birthday. Pause he, had, he said, How old is he now? Woo! <laughs> like that, that motherfucker forgot. That, yeah, he forgot. <laughs> old enough. <laughs> so now you got to do with that birthday party today. So Yeah. Oh, fine, man. He growing on up. Tell him happy birthday, I fourth know, right? all, So Gonna be talking and never yeah. be quiet, boy. He be talking a lot. So. Mm-hmm. How about you, OG? Um, Nothing much. Same thing. Same as you, like you said, got back to work. My body's hurting and sore. But the biggest news that's going on my end is uh, Amadex, my producer name. Is, uh, I finally got my album released through iTunes. So hey, it's on iTunes, uh, Google Play, and soon to be on Spotify. So so you're not like a little SoundCloud producer, are you? No, not anymore. Oh, okay, okay. You, you ain't you ain't got your cover <laughs> like that uh, Pop Smoke, did you? No, you didn't get no. your cover like the first Pop Smoke. No, no, no. I get. I didn't uh, put out a single. I just put out the whole album all together. So oh, okay, it's a, okay, okay. It's a, it's beats that you can just groove to, listen to. They're short. Um, mostly, I made them mostly for. Um, I guess you would say, what up? What would you what would you kind of music could you call it? It's like ambient music for commercials and yeah, background. You call, it, you call it music scores. Yeah, music. Basically, score. it's it, it's it's mu- it's music for movies. Yeah, like it's not no regular type of like rappers or anything like this. No, nah, it's, it's not. It's beats for mute movies. Yeah, pretty much it sums it up. So, like oh. if someone's chasing you, if someone's chasing you, or someone driving a car. Or something like that's that type of music. Yeah, scary mu- music. It's mood music. If you're getting so. chased, yeah, a so. chase scene or something. You know, like Tyler Bates, the music score. So that's pretty much. I'm I'm really feeling accomplished about that, and probably uh, Ambidex 2.0 is coming out later this year. If I got enough tracks to make two or three albums, so I've been producing for a minute now. So I'm just uh feel accomplished about that. Now on to my next uh <clears throat> goals and ambitions. So. That's all I got going on. So check me out, Ambidex. You know where it's at, at Ambidex on uh, iTunes. So. Okay, okay, okay. That's a good, nice little sales point right uh, there. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> all right, well. Let's um, get on with the show. Let's get on with this show. Let's get on these topics. So did anybody watch the BET Awards, the mm. virtual season? No. Uh, no, I watched, uh, instead I was watching, um, the Shining, and then I watched Doctor Sleep. Oh, <laughs> well, um, Stephen King marathon going on in my house. Well, I liked the. Uh, there was a couple of performances that I liked. You know, Meg The Stallion. She did kind of a Mad Max scene with her song "Girls in the Hood" and "I'm a Savage." That was okay, but I liked the the baby and Rowdy Rich. They did a nice little little thing for George Floyd. And you know, and I also think at the beginning that they had a a, a music a music song by uh, Public Enemy, Nas, and Black Thought. I still need to watch that. I've been hearing so much about. it. I haven't had time to watch that. So but, when you said it was there was no crowd or anyone, in no, it was virtual. It was okay. all virtual. All right, they were all in their own studio. Everybody's at, at their house. Oh, and, all right, I and know. you know, not trying to be fun, but people don't go to the BT Awards anyway. So, oh, not not throwing shots or none, but you know, like watch yourself, man. I got family in BT, though. You know, people be like, so and so won the award. And those suckers don't even be be at it, be there to catch their award. So it felt like it was a great thing. <clears throat> they did it right though. Amanda still did a thing, but um, let's get on to some of these nominees and who won. 
Um, best female R&B pop artist, Lizzo won that. And also, let me shout out to Beyonce. Shout out to Beehive. She won the Humanitarian Award. Um, best male R&B and pop artist was Chris Brown. Yeah, you know Chris Brown's going to win that. He's he's going so savage on TikTok. Everybody's doing his music and stuff like that. Best group, Migos. And best collaboration, Chris Brown featuring Drake, No Guidance. The Baby One, best male hip-hop artist. He deserves that. Best female hip-hop artist, Meg Thee Stallion. She deserves that. Everybody's doing her stuff on TikTok. It's going crazy. Video of the year. DJ Khaled featuring Nipsey Hussle and John Legend higher. You know, since what happened to Nipsey Hussle, he should win an award. Right. I saw that coming. Let's get on. Best new artist, Rowdy Rich. Album of the year. Please excuse me for being antisocial. That's a great album. And he he beat out Lizzo's album, Cause I Love You. Beat out Fever by Meg Thee Stallion. Beat Homecoming, Beyonce. Beat her, I used to know her. And then he also beat Kirk by The Baby. And Best Actress, Issa Rae. Best Actor, Michael B. Jordan. Best Movie, Queen of Slim. And Sportsman of the Year, who it should be. Who else? LeBron James. And the Viewer's Choice Award winner was Meg Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, Hot Girl Summer. And the best international artist was Burner Boy. And them the main awards I wanted to, to talk nah, about. Nah, but, everybody deserves those awards. No discrepancies there. Nah. Not like, like, did y'all look up <clears throat> the nominees over all the nominees? No, nah, I didn't I didn't even know the BET was even going on. So I I, I slick didn't either. So it just came out of nowhere. Some people was talking about it. But I seen like bits and pieces on YouTube. They did they seemed like they did real well. Yeah. Doing a virtual. Everybody deserves those awards. I have no complaints on any of those. So, Alright, let's get on to this August Alcina. Mm. Um, if you want to see Man. the whole thing. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead and say what you was going to say, Black. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Black name, you already started off. Go ahead. Black is already shaking his head. <laughs> it's up. Oh. Wait, go, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and tell the story, bro. Well, Jesus, if you want to know the whole situation, break it down ch- for us. Man. You could, you could check it. The one-hour interview with Angela Yee on August Alcina's YouTube. <clears throat> but we have a three or four-minute session of it on our Instagram at the Level Up Crew. Basically, what he was saying. There's a song he came out with in 2019 called "None Your Song." That was a cover of Kalani, where he was. He had a, it was a text, he was texting a woman named Corinne, and Corinne is the middle name of Jada Pinkett. Oh. And he also showed a, what they call it, a GIF? A yeah. G-I-F, a GIF? Yeah, I call it GIF. Damn, yeah, old man. That's I, it's a, a GIF. G-I-F? Oh, it's not just GIF, man. It's, I, it's G-I-F. A G-I-F. <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> it's called a GIF. He had a GIF of Jada Pinkett, so everybody thought he was talking about Jada Pinkett in the song. He was like, why are you worried about what I'm doing? It's none of your business. And sooner or later, a year later, he did say it was Jada Pinkett. But the crazy thing about it, you know, she going to deny the claims and all that. But the craziest thing about the interview was he said he had a blessing for Will Smith. 
And that's what blew it. Oh! But we, we, everybody knew they everybody had an open knew. marriage. Everybody yeah, knew that. That what he said. That it, wasn't a secret. Yeah, they said I they mean, were swingers. It was already a rumor in Hollywood and on the streets, anyways, that they had an open to have an open relationship, and that's that's pretty much what's keeping their their marriage working for them. So I'm not surprised that they that they let homeboy in like that. And then you know you know in his chemistry when he was on screen with Margot Robbie. I could tell they already done hooked up. That was I could just tell. I would, I, I, would, I don't know if they I hooked up or not. I wouldn't pass me that they had that he hadn't smashed that one. I, I don't know, man. They just mm-hmm. might have because they've been, like, they've been like into, they're swingers. They're cool with yeah. with dating other people. Well, they've not been, dating other people, but having sex with other people. Yeah, they've been in movies two or three times together, and it's just it's just you could just tell that they just they it's work just well together. So the fact that all right, um, besides like them. Go, like going against the grain on, on marriage, like that. It, the fact that they 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 let you in, and apparently he like he was living with him too for for some time. For a long and, ass time. So not only he gave you a place to eat, he got a place to sleep. You got somewhere to like the. <clears throat> To hang out or whatever. So he so he went. Sma- he let you smash his. So wife. black. He wasn't trapped in the closet. He wasn't trapped in the closet. That nigga just being mad, disrespectful on that front, though. Yeah, he shouldn't. I don't think he should have said anything. He should have said shit. Just kept the shit quiet. It's er, like 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 we said before. Everybody in 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 the streets know. Everybody in Hollywood knows that something's going on with the with the Smith family. You know what I'm saying? On but, the, on the but, sexual but, side. But but I think I think this Negro just fucked up his whole check. What do you mean, Mister? For, like, for a fucking I, rap song, bro. That's stupid. He just he just fucked up his his whole that <clears throat> whole thing altogether. What he had going on, he was he claimed he was so in love with her, and that was his one and only love, and he was obsessed with this girl, and he hurt so bad. I'm like, dang, he, man, he that a young. And he, I'm, he's, and, he, he's she'll be around twenty twenty nine. He caught the love bug, and man, you and know, he also I guess he also felt. He wasted his whole time feeling like he had some special with Jada, but he was only the side dude. That's all it was. And I mean, her her coochie had him sprung. Got that good, good. Got that That's good, like juicy, fire, juicy. <clears throat> he fell deep off in it. <laughs> Sad, and, bro. It's, uh, it's, it, it, it reminds me of a high school kid when he gets with an older woman and comes back and tells everybody. Ooh. You know, there's no reason not to... You you can't wait to tell everybody you done hit hit this old head. Yeah, you tattletelling. Yeah, tattletelling. Well, he said, like he said, they denied it, but he said every everyone got courtesy call time in advance. He told everybody about it, and he said, "My truth is my truth, and it's mine to own." And Jada Pinkett said, "There's some healing that needs to happen, so I'm bringing myself to the red table because you know she got a nominated show." Table talking, she says you'll talk about it on there. We'll but see. I feel like, yeah, he shouldn't have really, he really shouldn't have spit it out. But he, he put them all on blast without really <clears throat> talking to them first. Yeah, he just keep his fucking mouth shut, bro. It's, it's easy. And <laughs> like for a young, like a young dude to have, that's like riding. That's like being able to live on a unicorn farm. Is. It's some shit that you that would never happen to to the average motherfucker, let alone somebody with connections. And you you fuck it up because he's probably either mad 
or fucking jealous of what they got. Or it's just he's trying to bring up to notoriety by saying that that he, he got the hit and Will Smith said it, uh, it was okay. It's, so? Yeah, like, so what Will Will was doing this thing and Jake, you, and, to, and to think that, come on, August, you think you the only one she hitting? Hey, he caught the love bug, but I will say that album he put out is nice. The Product 3 Set of Emergency. I highly recommend listening to that. And he just come out with that? Yeah. Yeah. It's publicity. Like publicity. Publicity. He, he needed something to pump up those sales, so. Yeah. I Yeah. I, I could see that. I could really see that. I could really see that, but we'll see. We'll see what Jed have to say. I know I haven't heard Will say anything about Will it. Will, Will going to say quiet. He ain't going to say nothing. But Jada, she'll talk about it on that red table talk show. She the most, she the most outspoken one of the two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Will, 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 like <clears throat> based on what I've seen in the past and past interviews, he'll either um, like kind of um, deflect or sidetrack. Yeah, or but, um, he'll but, downplay, but mostly he, downplay. The way Jada, uh, Jada will, Jada's the one shit. She's she'll, the most ratchet between the two. She's kind of she. She's more outspoken about it. So she. Yeah. She'll say it, but she'll say it in a, in a roundabout way too. Yeah. She doesn't directly say. Yeah. But I she was, got her own platform too. Yeah. She got that show, so she can easily just bring that out on the show. And but it's like when they <clears throat> we, we came when that came out, it was like and it's like you just made. I feel like he made himself look like a fool for telling. Like you said, OG came out a new album needed some publicity. That could be it. Go check out the album instead of Emergency. I, I wonder get, if I, I didn't have enough time to watch the whole interview, but he probably said that after the interview. <laughs> <laughs> album plug. Doing a little album plug. Make sure you check out the Product 3 Step Emergency. It's a great album. I don't care what no one say. Even if he didn't make that bad publicity. It was a nice album. So... Um, so let's get into the some. Let's get on to the next topic. Go ahead, OG. Okay. You know what? It's been a minute since we had this little topic, but it, I think it's time for some little sexual chocolate. How about that? This is a sexual chocolate segment where we discuss all types of things, ranging from licking and rubbing her feet to how fast you beat that meat. Here we are in a new episode. Um, our first topic I'm going to discuss is I want to ask you guys. What type of porn turns you on the most? I'm going with you, Sir Estes first. You going with me? Yeah, you first. Wait, wait, porn, I, I'm gonna people. be real. The porn that I like, I'm gonna be. I like masturbation. For real? Yeah, I, I like it. Like the, I, 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 it's just hard for me to watch people, other people have sex. I, I, Why is that? Why do you think that is? I, I'm not trying to see another penis. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like. Like, you know, when they, they rubbing it, then they pat it, and then I'm like, dang. And they yeah, I, 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 thought like was a, I thought it was related to the Tiger King. Remember Tiger King said that too? He's like, when you, when you watching the porn, are you watching the, the big fella or the little fella? <laughs> <laughs> so you, I ain't watching no big fella nor no little fella. <laughs> so you so you like you like the masturbation. That's your that's your top one. I like the masturbation. Like, I don't I don't get off on girl on girl. I don't get off on uh, BBC. I, I don't get off on no, no POV. I just I like masturbation, and it, and if and if she's masturbating, she gotta be good at it. You know, some is just whack. 
and you know, like you got some. I don't it, skinny chicks don't do it for me. You gotta be, you gotta be thick. BBW, yeah, like those guys. You gotta be like thick. them thick, thick, don't you? You can't. I ain't gonna lie, some thick, thick, but if you thick, thick, you, you gotta be shaped right thick. You can't be, can't be looking like you a pillow. Swollen ankles. Like you can't, you can't look like no pillow or nothing. You gotta have. If you got a belly, you gotta have a booty. Right off top. Now, if you come up here shaped like Flubber, that ain't cutting it for me. All right. What about you, Black Apino? Damn, Damn, body shamer. Hold on. He ain't talking about the other other category that's in M. (laughs) You know, Flubber. You poke them and it pops back out like Pillsbury. (laughs) That's right. What about you, Black? Um, if you were watching it, if you watched it, it don't really matter, honestly, because just the act of just that does it for me. Just the whole act. The act of. Um. There's no preference on uh, like girl, girl, like interracial. You're not. You're not specific about it. You just. It ain't, it's not specific. Now, I, I do, I, I do agree with with Sir on the on the solo stuff, because like there's sometimes I, I don't want to see just some goddamn your heart snake just swinging around. They be doing that. They be showing that crap more than anything. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I, I I can see we because sometimes sometimes the, the motherfuckers be doing the most. The dudes be doing the most sometimes. Be doing way too much, and then you look down at yours and damn, my dick ain't near that big. It make you feel a type of way. Uh, you be like, so no, that, that that part don't even affect me. Is is it's just what like they they they, they act, dudes act real extra with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you smashing it, you're not going to grab it by the base and go, <laughs> and just start smacking, smacking the booty cheeks with it. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. I remember one time, like, um, it was on that, I think it was on that Netflix show, um, Hot Girls Want It or something. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah, I think yeah, the dude, that. the dude... He put his foot on the girl's face. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he was hitting it from Bro, the back. That, I'm like, dang. That was wild. I was like, what in the fuck? I don't like all that stuff where you look like you're hurting a female. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, that, that, like that, that, that abusive stuff. Yeah. Well, that, 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 no, I don't like that. <laughs> choking and and look like they're in pain. I was like, no, I'm good. But so sometimes, you, like, um, sometimes they'd be doing that shit. Like, the dudes be doing that shit. There was one, uh, it was a white. A white adult um, actor, he was actually really trying to hurt him and stuff. That like, I don't know if he got blacklisted, but like, he was. On, I remember him seeing him tw- trend on Twitter one time. Like his name was like James or something like that, but uh, James Dean. Yeah, and apparently he was actually like abusing women for real and stuff, on set and off set. Well, well, my personal preference is. I like when she getting on top in the ass shot from the back. It's, it's plain and simple. Just, you talking about doggy style? Huh? Doggy no, style? No, reverse. No, reverse no. You talking about when she's bouncing on it? When she's bouncing on it and okay. then ass is flopping in the back. I can see. I like that back shot. Okay. I like that. It's just, I don't know. It's just something about that turns me on. Just when she's sitting on top and I, that's my preference. I got a question. What certain porn stars do y'all get off of? I, I don't got a specific one. I don't have a preference. I don't, y'all don't have a preference? I don't have a preference. They just got to be pretty in the face. 
Uh, well, you, I know you got yeah, yours. Yeah, I got perfect. Like mine, I said before, but I like Sarah J, Anastasia Lux, and um, Pinky. <laughs> Pinky. Yep, Pinky, <laughs> Pinky, and there's another one. But but Hispanic, Kiara Mia, and there's one more. But you know, I like amateur more than I like the professionals. Yeah, I I I like a good looking amateur before I go with the professionals. That's what I like looking yeah. at. So that's just me. Ain't nothing wrong. All right. Let's go on to sex topic number two. You guys like sex in the morning, in the afternoon, evenings, or anytime and why? What feels the best? Don't matter. Whenever. Don't Boom. matter. Whenever. Same here. Same. Uh-uh. You just got to get it when you can get it. Well, I don't want to say that. That sounds just sad. <laughs> but. I think for some, for some reason, I think morning sex feels the best. Like, you got to get when you can get it, because when yeah. you got kids, or you got a kid, you ain't going to be able to get it like you want to. Yeah, but I'm talking about when you, when you do get it, what do you prefer? I think it feels best in the morning. That's just my preference. But like you said, I, get, I take it when I can get it. Night? Because you like you have my... a gra- I have a great sleep afterwards. <laughs> you fall right to sleep, don't you? I'm to sleep like a baby with my thumb hey, in my look. mouth. Hey, if you want to look like a NyQuil commercial, just do it at night. No. <laughs> you put no you right out, don't you? <laughs> so, uh, our, third, our third topic and the last one of this show, what's the craziest place you ever got it in at? What about you? We're going to start with Black on that first. Um, shit. Uh-oh. Is it's been a couple. Uh, uh, damn, this... should we come back to you? I mean, it's I mean, general outside, but I've done like multiple areas outside, all throughout Nashville. There's little ghosts of me spread throughout so, so you, East Nashville, Bicent, Bicent, uh, Bicentennial Park. Really, you sprinkle it everywhere. There's, um, a school parking lot. Woo! <laughs> Uh-oh. All over place. You're gonna catch a case doing that. I know. But when when motherfucker's like twenty years old, you ain't really thinking that. Man, you could have come that could have been real dangerous for you. Real bad. Registered sex bad. offender. But I I know I'll probably say Centennial Park. Real? I, yeah, I'll say Centennial Centennial Park. What about you, sir? I I don't I didn't have to I not really deal with it like that. It's just the car. You don't be getting crazy like that, mm. unless you, unless the woman you, wants. Where'd you park the car? Did you park the car like in a Popeyes or something? Or? Huh? Huh? I said well, like you, you said the cars, but where was where was the car parked at? Was it like were you like sometimes in a like okay? Or? Sometimes we be parked, yeah. and then sometimes I'll be driving, what? and sometimes like like back in the day, like. Hop on top while I'm driving. Why are you or, driving? Ooh, you a bad boy. Or like <laughs> one time, some stuff, you know, giving head while driving. Yeah. She but... give head, I might give head. It matters. All right, all right. In the car. It's kind of, that's all right, mate. Mine's a little bit more exotic. I, it was in the woods in Gatlinburg on a tree stop. He said in the woods in Gatlinburg <laughs> on a tree stump. Hey, he, he trying to. <laughs> Is that a bear? He, he the red bear outside. 
and and uh, and probably more most recently is uh in a freezer room so <laughs> nah i ain't doing it damn yeah that kind of just happened so <laughs> it doesn't get too crazy with me i've done it some some pretty wild places but i think in the woods was probably tops it all so i was just you know I didn't get bit by mosquitoes on my ass or anything, so. <laughs> Came by scratching. put that propeller on the booty, bro. Yeah, no. Got a little Egg splinters. Nah. Splinters in my asshole, but, you know. But, yeah, on that tree stump, I'll never forget it. So, that was crazy. I was looking around. <laughs> he stump, like, he's so mm. naughty, no. Because <laughs> we weren't supposed to be out there. But, man. Anyway. <laughs> well, that's pretty much it on our our sexual chocolate segment so we got that out of the way it was nice to revisit that it's been when's the last time we did that it's, it's been a forever. it's been a minute so we was trying to wait till we think, uh, it was like in the single digit episodes yeah yeah so like episode six i want to say i think so so we th- thought about doing it when we was getting back into the studio but i don't know when that's going to happen so we just did it for the dirty 30th episode, so there we go. The Sex or Chocolate segment. Thank you for listening. Okay. All right. All right, let's, let's get, get back on, on to, with the show. Let's get on to the um, Dr. Dre situation. Him, His wife, Nicole Young, filing for divorce. Um, Dr. Dre, born Andre Romel Young, first met his wife-to-be in the mid-1990s when she was still married to then-husband Sadell Threat, the NBA player. And Young had tied the knot in 1992, and they've been married for 24 years, but split just four years later. But with Dre apparently making quite his mark on a young lawyer, which he is, the rapper at the time had reportedly penned a romantic letter to Young, convincing her to leave her husband and become involved with him instead. So she's filing for a divorce because she feels like they have basically she's fouling because there's she's citing inreconcilable differences as a reason for the separation, but she still works as a lawyer and she's been representing a divorce by high power celebrity attorney, Samantha Spector and is seeking spousal <clears throat> support. And the couple reportedly did not have a prenuptial agreement, making Ooh. it split a potentially messy financial situation for Dre. The thing is Drake, is uh, worth eight hundred million dollars. Eight hundred million because Apple was bought. Apple bought Beats for three billion, and they also have two children together. And they've been together that long. Been together for so many years, and they also put. She they said she stuck through his controversy, which is she stood she stood by him throughout the years, including two thousand fifteen when his former fiance Michelle. A., and hip-hop journalist D. Barnes came forward with allegations that Dre had been physically abusive toward them in the past. And Dre apologized in 2015. So you going to get a check, a nice check. Yeah. Cause what, what did Eddie Murphy say back in the day? Like, half? <laughs> That's exactly what was about to happen. And she gonna, so you going to be worth $40 million. Yeah, she's going to get a big check <clears throat> and spousal support on top of that. So Yeah. She could say she anything. The ball is in her court. She could say... He hit her. She could say all these type of things because it's already on his record. She could you. She she's winning it. Oh yeah, that's gonna be automatic. But the, how old is his kids? His kids. Oh, they adults now. They should be. They adults now. Um, I know. Um, 
His son, his son's an adult. Um, I think he's a. They have um, they have two together. Chewie's now twenty three, and daughter Chuli now nineteen. So they oh, so his they son have, was from his first marriage. Okay, never mind. No, they have two kids together, but in all, I believe. Dr. Dre has eight, which one of them passed away in 2008. Yeah, I remember that one. But either way, she getting paid. I mean, <clears throat> they're going to consider how long they've been together, what they've been through, their kids. Oh, I, I believe she's getting she's getting half. Oh, yeah, she's getting half, bro. She getting, Dr. Dre's going to be worth $40 million now. So <laughs> <laughs> See, at this she point. Went, but she wasn't with him shooting in the gym. Don't matter. <laughs> oh, yes, she was. Yes, she was. <laughs> Yes, she was according to the to that story. Yes, yes, she was. So she was like, when you put that much time in, and I hate to say it like that, um, because when when you hear about divorces going like that, um, you sound like a female like right a now. This thing is just shit. I mean, the, like the shit that she's probably gone through. You know what I'm saying? To be in that relationship, or. Or it's the shit that maybe she had to put up with, and that's the shit that the court's gonna be looking into, right? Man, I guarantee she'll—I don't mark my words—I guarantee she'll get a minimum of three hundred million, minimum, and then and spousal support. So, ooh. spouse support. Oh, uh, she can't get child support. So, yeah. Hold on, how, how, how is he worth eight hundred million? Yeah, he's or worth eight hundred million. He's worth eight hundred million. Oh, so she getting four hundred million? Yeah, see, <laughs> see. I, I I heard that wrong. So, yeah, I was yeah, wondering why you said she getting four hundred million, bro. You really? You think she getting all four hundred million? I think I, she getting half, bro. She getting Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy math, man. She she gonna get half, bro. What have what have you done for me, Eddie? <laughs> Dang, I'm gonna watch Straight that. Straight half. I mean, what you distracted? My aren't bad, yeah. I know, bad. nigga. Just well, yeah. Hey, man, I focus. just feel. I just. That's, that's a lot of money. I believe, uh, to be honest, she will get out. She would get over two hundred. I feel she would get over two hundred. I'll say that. I say over three hundred easily. That. You, you say over three? I say three. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say she's gonna get three twenty five, and plus spousal support. They are gonna factor that in. So one thing I want to ask is, what do you think she gonna say in court? I, I I don't. If Dre was smart, he would settle out of court with her. Yeah. He yeah. would. He wouldn't try to fight it because she can. She can. She. She used a lot against them. I I just want to know what 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 happened, and it's none of my business. But just being just a just hearing like celebrity drama like that, I just want to know what happened to make that a split like that. They've been together for so long. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, you you know, <clears throat> who knows? Wow, that sucks. But I mean, well, they did say. They in 2020 in February, they was at the Tom Ford Fashion Show where they looked happy holding hands while walking the red carpet and talking to one another. Where they attended I mean, with their daughter. Everybody looks Hollywood happy. is always it's, it's that facade though. Everybody got that image they're trying to keep hold of. Everybody, mm-hmm. you know and then the next week they break up, so it's I that's just, easy. So you think the shit behind the scenes? You think she's just tired and just want to do her own thing? That's, People change over the years, unfortunately. That could be yeah, what yeah, it is. People change. Look at you. I look at when I first got married to where I am now, and I'm I'm a totally different person. And so I just, I've always, now, 2020 is hindsight now, that 
when I see these young people get married, like at 17, 18, and I'm like, man, you're going to be a different person in 10 to 15 years. So that's just, it's a dangerous game to play. Marriage is hard in the first place. Mm -hmm. It's tough. But yeah. you change for so much from when you're 18 to 10 years later. You start to really come to yourself. So can you imagine being in the 40s, 50s, 60s, how you feel then? So He'll be all right. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Of course, it ain't like, it ain't like he he'll get him another. He'll get him. A, he ain't getting another wife, but he'll get another girl. Yeah, and she be younger, a lot yeah, younger, like, younger, and look better. <laughs> yeah, always like, do. He ain't, he ain't, That's usually how it works, though. He might he might lose his money, but he gonna be like, I'm taking a lesson learned. He yeah. ain't getting married no more. He, he just got gonna have money. a girlfriend, and if he does have another baby, which he probably will, he'll just pay child support if they do break up. But you know, he he'll same, be all right. Same reason as Jordan. Jordan lost all his money to his ex-wife, and he got he got him a girlfriend. They're not married. I thought and he the got crazy thing about her. it, he got him a white girl. I know that was crazy. I thought she he got married to her. Oh, he got married to her. Yeah, they she ma they married. Oh snap! Well, let me rich that up. people problem. Yeah, no, right. And then look at Tiger Woods. He lost half his fortune, but he built it back up. So she and he crashed his car. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ooh. Yeah. Well, Dr. Dre, feel sorry for you and should have had a prenup. Just take out the lesson learned. That's all you can do. But he didn't have that kind of money when they first got together, though. So, uh, it matters what he got now. Don't matter that was like right, right after, right after he. Um, I think it was right after he he got out of death row. What do you mean? I, I think he hooked up with with his his soon to be ex wife when he was just getting out of death row or some shit like that. He was with, see, the whole thing is he really didn't talk about Michelle A, but she used to be his fiance. From what she was saying was the new girl who is who was his wife that's divorced from him now, she came into the picture like when she was still living at the house. They they said Dre, a bunch of people said Dre was wild. He used to get drunk, and they said he met his new wife, and he kicked Michelle A out the house, and he moved her in. I'm sure everything's different behind the scene from what we're seeing. So yeah, yeah, but that's low down though. Yeah, he's lesson learned. He's gotten yeah, older. He'll just take a lesson learned. I don't think he'll yeah. get married again though. But uh, that's, you know, you never know. Let's get on uh, Netflix. They're doing a green light documentary on Colin Kaepernick. They gonna call it Colin in Black and White. It's gonna be it's like a six part. Yeah, it's gonna have six episodes. It's gonna be. <clears throat> Executive produced by Ava DuVernay, and she'll be directing. And she did the films on Netflix, the Thirteenth. If y'all never watched that, I highly recommend. Highly recommend it. And when they see us, and right now, Colin Kaepernick, he's thirty-two years old, and it's gonna talk about his high school years to to illuminate the experience that shaped his advocacy. And also, I didn't realize this, but. It's also going to talk about him being born and adopted in Wisconsin to a white couple, and he moved out to Cali. And talk about his life growing up and stuff like that from being half, half race, and how he lived with the white couple, because you know he did with a lot in high school and stuff like that. Yeah. And he really didn't learn on wanting to be black. From what I've seen, he really didn't know that much about being black till he got in college. He really read up on it heavy and stuff like that. So, I recommend I'm gonna watch it once it comes out on Netflix. It didn't set up a date yet, but it will. 
no, it, it don't have a date yet. So I highly recommend everybody be on the lookout for that. And let's get on to HBO renewed Curb Your Enthusiasm for eleventh season. Do y'all you watched that? Have you haven't you before? I watched the first couple of seasons. It's funny. I just had I, I didn't I didn't have HBO at the time. Um, I was using a buddy's um, login, and then I just kind of just forgot that I had that I had access to it. But since I subscribed to HBO Max, I'll be able to, to watch it though. Okay. Well, it came out. It's it came out in October fifteenth, two thousand, and basically it's created by Larry David, who stars a fictionalized version of himself as a semi-retired writer and producer. So, it's it's gonna come out in it's gonna come out next year, if I'm not mistaken. And make sure you watch the ten seasons because that show is very funny. Yeah, y'all, you make fun of me at first because I watched. Uh... Oh, just Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I make fun of a lot of people that watch Seinfeld, yeah, but Seinfeld's I didn't shit, actually bro. realize till I watched Kirby Enthusiasm. He was the writer for Seinfeld. Yeah, and it's that same that kind of humor. Funny, so that's a that's a funny. Yeah. Hey, um, on HBO Max, um, another another show that you might you guys might want to check out is um, um, Doom Patrol. That's um, uh, it's it's it was a, a DC Universe exclusive. But they um, they they brought it from that platform over to HBO Max. It's like uh, kind of like uh, Umbrella Academy. Yeah, like a dysfunctional superhero team. Um, I heard of it. I really haven't read up on it yet, but I heard of it. It's pretty good. Brandon Fraser is one of the uh, lead characters in it. <clears throat> Brandon Fraser. Um, yeah, Brandon Fraser. He, he plays a uh, robot man. Oh, okay. But it's based off of um, like an old eighties um, DC superhero group. But this version of it is pretty cool because it's, and I like it because it's, it's dysfunctional shit and it kind of has like a punk element to it. Okay. But then the second, the second season started, um, I want to say a month ago, <clears throat> but that's pretty good too. Okay. Um, let's get on to IGN. It posted all the movies in the last 10 years that had a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Did y'all see the list? No, I, I, oh, I looked at the list and I hadn't seen not even, neither one of those, neither, none of those movies. So okay, well the ones I've seen is The Last Days of American Crime, and it had forty-one reviews from Rotten Tomatoes to get a zero percent. And let me say, that movie's horrible. That movie is trash. <laughs> like the trailer gets you so into it. It looks, it looks it. good. I've I've been waiting on it and I put it on my list. And I've actually watched it, and I was like, I just couldn't. I, it just didn't interest me. You like, got through the whole thing, huh? You got through the no, whole movie. No, I didn't watch the whole thing. That's how bad it was. I, I cut it off. I figure so. Because the whole thing is like the beginning. It kind of catches you, and then it gets it gets boring. Yeah. Because it's like all it is is like crime's just crazy, and they put a chip. They put a chip in everybody. No, that's not a chip. It's like a sound. That goes out like the purge sound. Yeah. And it's going to stop crime everywhere. It's like a big siren. It's going to stop crime everywhere. So these people are trying to do one last crime before they do the siren. And that's all I know okay. because I didn't finish it. But also, The Ridiculous Six got a 0% out of 30 reviews. That, I like that movie, man. That movie was all right, though. It was okay. Yeah. Adam Sandler joint. Yeah, yeah I Adam remember Sandler. that. 
I remember when it came out, and I didn't watch it. So it, it was okay, and the ridiculous six was basically just six brothers. They found out they were brothers, and they trying to find their father. And he's like mm-hmm. a bad guy, if I'm not mistaken. But that's just that's just something that tripped me out. Like in the last ten years, them two movies I watched, it got zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So let's get on to this. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Self Rogan reboot is going to be released on Paramount and it's going to be directed by Jeff Rowe and written by Brendan O'Brien. And it's going to be a CJ, CG animated feature film. So it's going to be have live action in it with it or is it CGI only? Nah, I, I'm looking at it too. It's, it's, just, it's kind of like uh, TMNT in, like in the 2000s. Where it was like TMNT was like a, it was a sequel to the, to the the original like the original Ninja Turtle movies. Yeah, this, it's gonna be a CG animated like that. Oh, okay, all right. I thought it was gonna have like like a live action movie like with real in the real world. So now Michael Bay uh, he painted a nightmare fuel situation with that one. <laughs> the, the second one was dope because Bebop and Rock City finally came out. Yeah. And I did like, and I did, I like who played Bebop and Rock City, and I did like the characters. They did them right, though. They did. They did them. They did them way better than the actual fucking heroes. Yeah. So, um, but the whole, I think Michael Bay just the way that he, the whole CG hybrid thing is not really working, especially with the turtles. If you're gonna do turtles, make a fucking suit or something. Yeah, I agree with them. That. Yeah, they don't have no release date for it yet. I don't know if any movie has a release date, and if they do, they keep pushing it back. What you said? Because of the COVID situation, so. Well, I, w- I will watch it. I will take me and my son to watch it because I love Ninja Turtles. My favorite is Leonardo. Donnie. You like Donatello? A, yeah. Donnie and Mike, <laughs> but Donnie is like my, my main. I don't have no favorite. I like them all. Oh, okay. okay he's a wrath. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's a raf. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, that's what. He's a raf guy. <laughs> my son, my son likes raf. Don't worry, <laughs> Raphael. Um, See, I that, mean, the cool that, thing about this is that with because before, before it was a Nickelodeon joint, mm-hmm. but it's it seems like it's going to be if Paramount is doing it, maybe they might have a little bit more liberties with the with uh, like the action and violence or whatever, because with the seat with. Like with the Ninja Turtle, um, with uh, shit, the CG ones with the Michael Bay ones, they didn't really use their weapons and shit against like human people. They had to use their backs as shields. It was kind of um, tame. So maybe they they might be able to do a little bit more action, like fight scenes using their actual swords and nunchucks and all that shit than before. So I'm, I'm gonna be ho- hopefully optimistic about this new Turtles movie. We'll, we'll see, we'll see. I think it'll be good. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, ch- I'm gonna check it out. But also let everybody know there's a Beavis and Butthead reboot. Comedy Central t- said Wednesday they ordered two new seasons, written and voiced by Mike Judge. I didn't even know Mike Judge. He even animated King of the Hill. Yeah. He was, yeah. Yeah. He was head of that. So. And it's going to be relatable to Gen X and Gen Zs. It's going to be basically Beefs and Butthead. It focused on 
Two title characters, a pair of mostly well-intentioned dimwits who shared misadventures and provided snide contemporary on music videos. The original series ran on MTV from 1993 to 1997, helping to establish the chuckling characters as cultural totems of the Generation X era. I was, you know, when, right before this came out, I was wondering, is it about time to bring them back? Because this will be the second, this will be the third time. Yeah. They came out because MTV rebooted them again, and but instead of doing the music videos, they were um, they were doing uh, the reality TV shows and shit that be popping up on MTV because MTV don't do music videos anymore. Oh, for real! So this will be this will be the second time, the second reboot for uh, Beavis and Butthead. So, I don't know, man. It might be too late for Beavis and Butthead. It's so much controversy when they first came out. It's like, no, I can't I never really, Butthead, so. I never really watched it. Like, I always knew about Beavis and Butthead, but I really didn't watch it until Beavis and Butthead Do America came out. And that's what got yeah, me interested in Beavis yeah. Because that crap was funny. Yeah, that movie was, was funny as shit, though. I need to you watch that again. Looking that to play was, the it's coming, it, it be coming on TV now, too. Really? I need to watch yeah, it, it again. It be coming on TV. <laughs> like that crap be having me dying so it's good I think it'll be real interesting cause it's gonna have meta themes as I said it's gonna be relatable to Gen X parents and their Gen Z kids so I don't really know that much metal right now for the young cats what what do you know what metal groups is really nothing's really pop everything is, is hip hop and R&B these days like Metal and rock groups is just not popping at all. So Yeah, that's why that's why I'm like, how can you really be relatable to Gen Z and there's really not that much now there's some rock music, but I wouldn't say metal. I don't hear any metal. Nah, that's most a- metal that I'm hearing is, is like it's more local. And it's like smaller smaller stuff. It's not like they're they not popular. It's not like it's not like, like Metallica's back and all that shit. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Well you get on to your topics, OG. Uh, I said, what do we what do we need to talk about here? Um, Black Apino, of course, what we were talking about earlier, how the next generation uh, games could be $70. You said it's $5 more. So, is that 5 bucks more? I'm fine with that, bro. It's what, the games since what? Yeah, it's uh, like $5 more. Games was like between 60 to 70 anyway. Six, yeah, it's like 60 65 bucks. I thought, they, tax. I thought they were all like 60 so. You wait till they got old. No, it ain't old to me. It's, I'm not saying. I, I mean, no, you said I know, it's not it old, ain't to, old you, to you, but it is old. Bargain, bargain it's, bin body. It is old. But <laughs> I was like, typical being cheap. Mm, it ain't being cheap. It's being cheap. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's, being it's not old to me. We know it's not old to you because you bought it. You, It's new to you because it's a new game. <laughs> it's a new game. And I, I'm I'm notorious for waiting a whole year before I buy a game. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Because, ain't nothing wrong with it. Because I think... Uh, I get, it got me on this kick when Super Nintendo came out with Donkey Kong Country. Man, and remember that? Man, that was the shit. Like when that came out, that just broke all barriers, and that was a whole nother level of gaming. I bought it the day it came. I bought it the Donkey Kong. <laughs> I bought that game the day it came out, full price, retail price for it, and I beat it in one day. Super Nintendo, right? Yeah, and then. I was just in utter shock. Like that was it. That was the end of the game, and I spent that much money on. How much was it again? Twenty. 
No. No, no. Those games are like 49. On Super Nintendo? Dude, this was way back in the day. Brand new yeah. when they first released cartridges. They, they're they more expensive. Super Nintendo? They were, weren't they like 50 bucks? They're like 50 bucks. Yeah. Like 40, yeah. I, I, the reason why I remember, it was 49.99. The, yeah. reason, the reason why I remember, because in the days of old, when when we hit, when my dad used to take us to Toys R Us, or even to the uh, to the annex uh, on on the naval base, we would um, I would pick I would pick the game. I always like in the annex. I would always see the sticker uh, forty nine ninety nine. But at Toys R Us, you couldn't just pick the game off the shelf. You had to get the slip, yeah, take it and, to them. of the game with the price, and then that way you take it to like this. This look, this locker, and this guy comes out and he hands the game to you. and You just go pay for it. That's it. Yeah, but that that. But was I remember forty nine ninety nine. That was even back in the NES time too. They were that was high to me, and I was like, man, I spent this much of the game. I beat it in one day, and so from that point on, I always waited until the game drops. So my top tier price I would pay for a game is maybe thirty five dollars, tops. I wait till it drops down. He he he's the one that be like, man, uh, you remember that Spider Man game? Man, that was two years ago. <laughs> yeah, man, that was yeah. two years ago, dog. And man. Hey, I hey, man, y'all y'all playing that Black hey, Ops three? Hey, I still got my eye on that Spider Man game too. It's still. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to get it. I can't wait to get oh, it, snap. nigga. I can't do y'all, y'all y'all niggas need to hit me up and get on this Madden nineteen with me. <laughs> Shit, y'all up here bullshit and get on this Madden 19 with me, dog. Oh, but to me, it's not that important for me to get on the game as soon as it comes out. I just, I just feel like but it's not worth it. That's a smart way of thinking it, though. That's it, a smart way of thinking. I used to have a friend like that because dude. for be like, me, man, dude, man, that game, so and so, so and so. We be looking at him like, dude, we've been played that game, <laughs> beat that game. See me like back, like, like in, um, like in, like the Nintendo cartridge era, like. If I bought a game, or not, if I bought a game, if my dad bought us a game, like I couldn't complain about it because I ain't, I wasn't in that position. So I we we always just had we just replayed the game over and over again. Like <clears throat> I beat uh, Link's um, Zelda, The Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, like three, four times and shit. And I would beat it like in one in one sitting every every time. It's I don't know. It's just um. I guess if you're an adult and you're buying and you're buying the game, I guess you you're expecting more for your money. But I, I guess as a kid, it's like well, I had to work something to keep revisiting. I bought all my games myself. I've always had to. My mom wouldn't buy me shit, so I've always worked for my uh my money for get my own game. So it's just for me, it just wasn't worth it, you know. For as fast as I beat it, so I'll just wait. I'll wait a year or two before I pick up that new game. I just don't tell anybody because y'all be looking at me, y'all. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for that Spider-Man to go down a little bit more. And it's been- <laughs> Damn, nigga, it's like... Dude, I, I know it's like you can get it for like 30 bucks right now. Yeah. yeah you can get it for 30 right Real now. easy. I, I think so, but I'm playing it. right now. I that game, you- that, I ain't gonna lie, that game dope. That game is dope, man. That game, hey, that game is fun, bro. If you played the first Spider-Man, like the first Spider-Man, yeah. like 3D game, like that, first, that feeling of just swinging through New York City, Multiply that by like ten. I, I'll pick it up soon. It's super dope. <laughs> Next year, he'll he'll, he he'll pick it up he when, the it when the PS Five PlayStation comes Six out. come out. Yeah, that's when he'll he'll pick it up when the PS Five comes out. It, be, be it'll be a... in clearance. It'll be in the <laughs> it'll be in the uh it'll be in the 
in the stack of games. The stack of games in the middle aisle of Walmart. Bin. Oh, snap. Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, nigga, we got PlayStation 6 now, man. I don't even know what you <laughs> know, right? <laughs> Coming up here with. Hey, that's just me. Um, also, while this is on my mind, uh, Amazon picked up, uh, they're developing a new TV series from Fallout, the video game. So that's going to be interesting to see what that's about. So I don't know nothing about that. Fallout was a huge. At Black Opinion, can you explain what Fallout was about? Yeah, it was um, it was a it, it's an action RPG. It, it came from a, another game called Wasteland, um, but it's post-apocalyptic, uh, kind of like in uh, uh, during like the like the I guess the fifties, the sixties, like during the Cuban Missile Crisis kind of shit. But the bombs went off. Yeah, everything is um, destroyed. Is that so? Um, what people did? They had the the hot like the, the there's a company called Vault Tech, and they um. They had they allow people to come into and live in these vaults and become citizens of these of multiple vaults, hundreds of vaults throughout the country. Um, but the, little to the uh, people's uh, uh, knowledge that they were experiments um, the whole time that they were um, living in the vaults and shit. So in Fallout, um, you would come out and you would go on a, on a main quest to try to. Um, like like with the last one, you had to find your son, and all that shit. It, it's it, it's it's a how can I say it? I would say it was it's a it's a cool ass way to look at like if at a post apocalyptic shit because everything is like radiated. I see, I seen, the com- I seen the commercials. I seen the commercials of it once I thought about it. But it's yeah, but I seen it, the commercials. But it's set in the fifties, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen the commercials of yeah. it. I haven't like played you, it though. Like kind of like how you would see like like the the art style that they used like back in back in the fifties like when they uh, like the Jetsons and all that shit like it's kind of everything kind of has like that weird thin like a Cadillac shit mm-hmm. but um it's kind of it's like space age space age sci fi like old school shit yeah like they try to they try to. It's trying, it's trying to be futuristic cool. from their viewpoint from when they were in the 50s. It's like what the future was going to look like. Yeah, so. what the, exactly. What the future would look like for them. Yeah, so. But it's just fucked. Everything got fucked. Yeah. But I, I would I would like to see how they would pull that off. Um, Because this shit, man, there's, there's shit in that game that's going to need a, a lot of CG. Like with Super Mutants. Shit, even fucking rad roaches would need probably need some heavy CG, and then you got those um, fuck, I forgot this. I haven't played Fallout in so long. This is like this big ass fucking monster. It's a death something. It got these two fucking horns. Um, it's um, goddamn, it's a big ass monster that you would have to fight, and you come across them every now and then. Yeah, but you but, know, Amazon has the money, so. It's not like it's it's not a big deal with yeah. that. So um, that's kind of cool, though. Um, other thing we was talking about, Ron Perlman still is in talks to do Hellboy three. He he really wants to do it. So after that mess that David Harbor did with the Hellboy reboot, I just please please do Hellboy three to wrap that up. Explain you know, to people I was, what Hellboy is because I, I I never I watched was, it's it's a it's a Nazi summoning these spirits and stuff and. 
He's like a de- he's like a devil's kid. He's like kid, a devil's kid, yeah. Okay. And he comes out yeah. of the ground and And he got like one hand and then one hand's like a brick or something. Sort of sort of like that. But he, <laughs> he turns one it, hand But the brick. government uses him for good they turn him into a good guy to fight <clears throat> with other evil spirits. Okay. So that's pretty much what Hellboy's about in case our listeners don't know. Based on the comic book, right, Black Apano? Yeah, based on the comic book. Well the Ron Perlman ones were Yeah. So uh, kinda close to it. But the I was I was actually hopeful that the David Harbour version was gonna be good. It it to me it was okay. Ugh. It was okay. I must um, out of all three so far, that's at the bottom. Way at the bottom. I barely was, got through um, it. They just couldn't nail it for it to be a reboot. The father and son relationship between Hellboy and his and his adopted father, they just didn't nail it. Yeah. And they um and the guy that they had play as his dad was he he was actually the best person to pick for that role because he played in Deadwood and shit. Yeah, but it's just the, I think it was it just suffered from bad writing. Hopefully that can get pulled off. Um, and the last thing on my that I got is uh Twitch suspends your boy Trump Trump Tater here for hateful conduct. For violating hateful conduct rules on yeah, that account. Um, so, I didn't even know he had a Twitch account. I, I didn't, didn't either. Because Twitch has suspended President Donald Trump's official Twitch channel, citing a violation of tr- Twitch's community guidelines against hateful conduct. A suspension is not the same as a ban, but it's unclear when President Trump's Twitch channel will be reinstated. Like like a black opinion, I didn't even know he had a Twitch account. And See, that's uh, fucked up because well, he there's a... There's a major streamer, Doctor Disrespect. He's on Twitch. He just got banned. He got perma banned. Well, and they won't say shit about it. But for for Trump and the kind of the rhetoric that was on his on his uh, channel, like the 2016 mm-hmm. marches and. Um, and the, uh, like we, the t- in our meeting, you said it like the, the, the Tulsa rally. Tulsa rally, they they broadcast that. Well, the first one, like you said, it was a 2016 rally. But then he, I think he was warned then, and then another time when they broadcasted the Tulsa rally, that was it. Yeah, he was criticizing because the shit he Mexicans. Says is just racist. Yeah, he was, he was criticizing Straight Mexicans up. in that 2016, and then it was the Tulsa <clears throat> rally that was over the top. I heard about the Tulsa rally. I didn't. I didn't. Right. Well, he. And you talking about uh, dog whistling, bro, in that rally? Like I didn't watch it. I watched clips of it. I, mean, I, I wasn't finna watch but it. But what he just said, like how he he kept throwing up uh, different names for the the COVID virus and shit. Like he would say the Wuhan virus, and then he would keep gassing the people up in the background. You hear them, and they're going crazy for it. And then he says. Uh, Kung flu. I'm like, come on, bro. Yeah, that's bullshit, man. And you know, um, you know the the K-pop people, the K-pop people. Yeah, they bought yeah, they all the tickets. I he heard thought, about that. Yeah, yeah, he thought it was gonna be the it was gonna be sold out. It was supposed to be sold out, but all the K-pop man, people we bought the tickets. And no one showed up. And I seen <laughs> no only the up. bottom row, only the bottom, <laughs> like the bottom row behind him was filled yeah. up, and that, it wouldn't even really, it wasn't even filled up. And they try to lower, you know, lower the camera to make make it seem like it was filled up. That's funny, don't they? It wasn't even half capacity. Like there was so many K-pop people that that bought tickets, and other people that bought tickets just and didn't go. They had an overflow stage outside. So after the rally, Trump and Pence were supposed to go outside in this mini stage, 
and then throw up a mini rally for those guys and then dip out. But they had they when it, because no one showed up, they tore down that mini stage while he was doing his rally and shit. Bro. It's, yes. You got another thing that's funny about that is his his helicopter ride back when he gets back to the White House when he gets off of Marine One and he's he's walking he looks he looks beat down his his ties undone and he just looks sad as shit like the saddest salesman <laughs> and play play, play curb your enthusiasm that shit bro. like that a shit dad like funny. a dad coming home had yeah. a hard day yeah, yeah. Work. with the tie loose and the shirt untucked no, or he might have been tie. doing something on that plane he had no business doing. Right. He did some of that jet. He didn't have no business doing. You know how you like to grab Funny women. Shit. I know, you like right. to grab women by the pussy. By the cookie. <laughs> by the pussy. <laughs> Man, he, he, he silly, dude. Like, I like, when, like I said, when I went to Washington, D.C., he built a blockade around the White House. I was hoping to, like, you know, go to the gate and all that. He built a blockade around the White House. Dude, they keep pushing how, how close you can get to the White House all the time, like, further and further back. Yeah, like because you could just you to be able to get right up to the gate, but not anymore. So, but Trump also let's get on um, what I've seen. Basically, you know, Iran has issued an arrest warrant for Donald Trump over the drone strike that killed a top Iranian general in January. The semi-official Fars news agency reported Monday. This is on CNN. Trump is one of 36 people Iran has issued arrest warrants for in re- relation to the death of Qasim Soleimani, commander of Islamic Revolution Guard Corps, or the I- IRGC, according to FARS. But the Ty- Tehran Attorney General Ali Akasi Mur said Trump was at the top of the list. Basically, they said Trump will be prosecuted as soon as he stands down presidency after his term ends. And, you know, basically the U.S. official said it's a political stunt to keep his people riled up and keep them happy. So, do you think, like, let's say if you had a chance to give Trump to Iran, would you do it? I mean... I, I don't think it'll ever happen. It's, it's just, unless... Because he did. He, I think he got some... He got some property... Um, well, he, He's licensed his name out to some buildings out in the Middle East somewhere. I think in like Dubai, maybe. So unless he's stupid enough to go out there and uh, go and and do an appearance there after his presidency, that's only that's probably the only way they're gonna catch I think, his ass. Yeah, I believe he'll get I believe he'll get trialed after the presidency for all he's done. But you know, the Pentagon they blame some Soleimani for the deaths of hundreds of Americans and U.S. allies in the mm-hmm. months leading up to his killing. But I think all this shit would go out. It would be in litigation for years. I don't think you, nothing. Well, you think they'll, he'll try to push it back? Yeah, it'll just be get pushed back year after year after year. I don't think nothing really ever come out of it. Yeah, they're not going to be able to get it. I mean, because no, it, it's just, it, if, we, if we're able to vote him out um, this November, he's, he's going to have to deal with this justice system. Yeah. Because this motherfucker's lined up already trying to get his ass. Mm-hmm. Trump tater. Get in line. Trump, Trump, bad boy, but you know his his Republican friend, George Bush, his basically his office that ran with him in two thousand, there they're making a new group supporting Joe Biden. They call it the forty three alumni for Biden. And it's a, it has about two hundred former officials that were part of the Bush administration. 
Like, did you did y'all hear anything about that? I ain't know nothing about that at all. Now, the only thing that I heard about campaign wise was that uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend got COVID. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I, I think I picked up on that story too. I didn't read about it. <laughs> it was like late last night. Yeah, yeah, because it just that. dropped. So, yeah, <laughs> yes. But I mean, like the Republican Party now is not the Republican Party like when we were growing up. Yeah, they, they it's, it's a totally different. Yeah, Kirk, party now. Yeah, Kersey said in a statement. For four years, we have watched with grave concern as the party we love has morphed into a cult of personality that little resembles the party of Lincoln and Reagan. And they said, a lot of us who worked in government who have held positions of public integrity, we know what normal is. We're seeing now what abnormal is, and we're seeing the damage it can do to the country. And they're seeing it's dividing the country. So they're doing whatever they can to get him out of that house. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we'll see when election comes. And they're launching. They launched a 10 million. Well, not their group, but there's. I didn't know there's like two more groups. A group called Republican Voters Against Trump launched a 10 million ad campaign in May targeting GOP leaning voters in top swing states to encourage them to support Biden. And a group of never Trump Republicans formed the Lincoln Project in late 2019 and have run negative ads that have drawn the ur of Trump. So, like, everybody's against him right now. Everybody's running with I mean, I, I think people are starting to see his true leadership skills because of what's happening now. Uh, with his, COVID, how he handled COVID and just fucked that up. And some states are having to, to go backwards instead of forwards. Um, you mean his, then, his? You mean his lack of leadership skills? Yeah, and then how he handled the George Floyd and the, even the Black Lives Matter movement. He's just how he just quiet about it. Just quiet. He's either quiet about it or he's uh, well, he's quiet. He's always been quiet about George Floyd. But oh, he said something about it. Black, but it took him a long time to say When it comes to Black Lives Matter, he's, he always treats the Black Lives Matter movement like it's a terrorist thing going on or we're anarchists. Yeah. Saying it was part of Antifa. Yeah, yeah. It's, you, he he's got his own rhetoric rhetoric about and most most presidents like would would say something. like even when, like when Rodney King uh had, well, with the Rodney King riots happened in ninety. I remember, um, I remember seeing what was it Reagan was president then. I remember um him on the TV and he was talking about like urging for peace and. And uh, a peaceful resolution and shit. When, when people were protesting against uh, George Bush with with uh, Katrina shit, yeah, when Katrina happened and people were getting pissed off about that, and uh, George Bush went on on air and it was trying to be like be presidential and be peaceful about it. This dude, he just don't give a fuck. Yeah, if you but that's that's Trump for you. He's like, what else? Trump Tater boy. He's gonna do whatever. The orange he t- man. Whatever it takes, you the know. Georgia Peach. Whatever it takes, he's gonna try to win this election and and then ruffle feathers and right. and then he's talking about sending us another check. Yeah, send us another stimulus check. We still ain't voting for you. And the crazy thing <laughs> about it, someone uh, I watch a lot of interviews, and a person said like at first he was a, he's a Russian dude. He was like he felt like we shouldn't get like black shouldn't get reparation reparations. Yeah, and then he was like. If they get all this money for stimulus checks, they could do reparations. Oh, easily. Easily. 
But you know what? It, it, um, you know, I guess we could talk about reparations next next time. But I, I would rather have reparations given to to black people in um, in the form of um, um, how can I say like some kind of equity. I I, I I was watching an interview on CNN and the guy was talking about it. Um, how white people, even poor white people, they have a better chance of getting a house than than an average black family that's in a, in a in a in a wealthier status than them because of systemic racism. I would I would like to see um, if we can't get money for which I think it'll be very hard to do uh, because of what's everything that's going on now. But if they can do reparations in the form of some kind of um, um, equity to, to kind of help black people attain a house, an affordable house without any kind of bias and all that shit or uh, get the job that they that they can get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it's like it's, it's going to be a long road. But. Yeah. We, we got a long way to go. We're uh-huh. making headway, but it is what it is, so oh, uh, shout out to Elon Musk. Um, Wednesday, Tesla became the highest value automaker as its shares surged to record highs and electric car maker market capitalization overtook that of former front runner Toyota Motors Corp. Tesla shares gained 5% in early morning trade to a record of $1,133, boosting the company's market cap to $209.47 billion, roughly six. Six billion more than Toyota's currently valued by investors. So, Elon Musk, this dude is doing everything. He's doing his thing, sending people in space, and and Elon Musk. One day, I'm gonna have me a Tesla. So I always wanted one. So <laughs> hey, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm seeing more Teslas on the road now. Anyway, yeah, I want one. Yeah, because they got they got they got they have one now. That's like that's the same price as a regular car now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, it's like thirty five. But, it's a, but, the Model S. But, but sorry, Elon, you can have that fucked up truck. I like that truck, bro. Man, I ain't driving that crazy. That truck is thing. hard. <laughs> what is that? The thing? cyber truck. Nigga, I want that truck bad. Oh, man. you can have it, black. You can have it. Yeah, yeah. That big skateboard ramp. <laughs> I want that shit. Give it to me today. That truck is man. That crazy looking. Man, cyber truck, bro. I love that shit, bro. All right. <laughs> More power to you. I ain't driving. Hey, out. shout out to <laughs> shout out to Elon Musk. But let's get on to um, we ha- we have the video posted on our Instagram um, that the Level Up crew at and this story is, and our topic is that Alabama College stole COVID parties. Students in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, who have been diagnosed with COVID nineteen, have been attending parties in the city and surrounding area as part of what is being described as a disturbing contest to see who can catch the virus first. A city council member told ABC News on Wednesday. And basically, whoever catches the COVID-19 catches the pot. So basically what they're doing, they're putting all their money in the pot and they're saying who could catch COVID-19. And whoever catches COVID-19 wins the pot of money. And there you have Generation Z for you. (laughs) That's all I got to say about that. And now, since this happened, Alabama, they have a safe at home order for 14 days if you do have COVID-19. So you're not supposed to leave the house, period. And if you do leave the house, that is a violation that can be up to $500. 
And the crazy thing about it, before this happened, they had a recorded 38,422 people that had COVID-19. Now there's an increase of 10,696, and there was 947 people that died overall. Bruh. I, I have nothing to say about that. You know what? I, I, <laughs> I say. Alabama, man. Yeah, there you go. That's all we're going to leave. We're going to leave it on time. See, how, That's see I, I, I want to hear good news about Alabama like – like I hear about Mississippi, how like they're taking they're taking the the Confederate flag off of they off of they state flag. But you know, like Alabama always has to do some. But you know, if Alabama, I like, think it's the hubris, man, of, of just people in general. Because one, why in the fuck are you having a, a contest? Who who can catch the COVID first? But you know, I sound that's like, like people. That's, that's like people doing Russian roulette with a gun. But it sound like to me, they they're doing. sound like to me, they trying to catch up with Florida. <laughs> You know, That's Florida, they like. crazy. Oh, yeah. The crazy people come from Florida. Like, Florida, everything goes wild. I've never heard no shit like that, bro. It's, you know, but I don't, I don't know. No one's catch up with Florida. Florida's always. But, like, like, all right, so you got, you got COVID. How are they going to enforce that shit? Because if, if these dudes wild enough to, to throw a COVID party, how the hell are you going to make them just stay in the house for 14 days? I guess it's some. Who knows? So probably Karen to call the cops on them or something. Nah, Karen's only calling on black people. <laughs> Y'all, okay, that's right. <laughs> Karen's are probably the ones that, that's running around with the COVID. Yeah. Hey, I, I was thinking like, like when I was in college, did we? I didn't do no crazy stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Man, that's you lying. You like, lying, bro. You just said you was Come having. On, you, you said you was up here. Get getting served up while you driving on, on the interstate. Then had, like, that, yeah, spot, then you man. had dreads too. Yeah, no long dreads, <laughs> tall. Man. I don't believe anything you just wild, said, man. Like you, <laughs> Alabama, they got they got to outdo everybody, man. Alabama, they doing you know they number one in college football, so mm-hmm. they got to outdo everybody with the COVID nineteen. They they got to be the best state now. So why why you just gloss over the fact that you were getting head in the car with the dreads all flowing all over the place? <laughs> <laughs> Changing the topic. See, see. Let's talk about. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Tennessee may shed the Confederate symbols, and Governor Lee he set a meeting up at 9 a.m. July 9th to determine about the Nathan Bedford Forest statue, because you know Mississippi they voted overwhelmingly Sunday to change the state flag, which features a Confederate battle flag. The Tennessee legislatures. Republican majority in recent weeks rebuffed bipartisan attempts to move the buff bust of Forrest, who was an early Ku Klux Klan leader and a slave trader. But the will of Governor Bill Lee, whose position on the bus has evolved significantly in a year and a half from initially opposing removal to now appearing to maneuver behind the scenes to facilitate it, may prevail. Meaning, it, it could probably be successful of being relocated to a museum. What, which all ne- the, but it, it would take the relocation will happen next year. All the Confederate shit needs to be in a museum. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. Shit ain't go museum, right? That's it. You know, museum with the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, damn! <laughs> Golly, zero to one hundred, real quick. Ooh, hey. Zero to one hundred. As a part of, hey, that's a part of. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real. It, it's a part of. I ain't saying it, it's not a part of my heritage. Yeah. But it is a part. It's a part of history. history and just like put slavery. all that crap in the museum. Put it yeah. all in the museum. And if people want to learn about 
if they say it's their heritage, you go to a museum that's in Tennessee or that's in another state or anything like that. And give your money to that to help support the museum. Help support yeah. the museum, the donations. Yeah, there you go. Um, also, you know, I'm, I don't eat beef or I don't eat pork. But have you ever had a Whataburger? No, never. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, go ahead. Go ahead and tell me. Okay. Because I, I, I saw this news, Well, too. you know, it used to be in Tennessee, but I guess it didn't have as much huh? burger sales. So, a well-known burger chain has its eye on a return to Tennessee. Texas-based Whataburger has lots of devoted fans across the country. The chain got its start in Corpus Christi in 1950, and as I said before, it once had locations in Middle Tennessee. And they released a statement on News 2 saying they are having future expansion plans, but there's no date determined on when it will come to Tennessee. But they are trying to expand it to Tennessee. Have you ever had it before? Yeah. When I ate BB, I had, you know, I went to Texas like a couple of times. I had it when I was in Texas. So it was, was it straight? It's, it's popping. Yeah, burger is good. Yeah, Whataburger's popping. Now, what's that other burger chain? Like, I, I had it in Panama City. Like you got, they got they got one in Panama City. That that, that burger's good. Bro. Like you, okay, on the West Coast is In and Out, East Coast Shake Shack, down south Texas is Whataburger. So y'all have had In and Out too? Yeah, I had In and Out. Yeah. In and Out popping. If you want to try, there's a place off Nonesville Road called uh, what's it called? Black Burger um, Shack. Uh, burger Shack. Burger Shack. It's, is just yeah, like bur- it's about the closest. It's the closest thing you're gonna get to In and Out. Burger Shack. Go by Burger Shack. You get yeah, in and out. just like right. in and out. I try that out. And if you want to taste what a California burrito is, go next door to them because Oscars is owned by the same dude. All man, right. you ain't got to go no good for Oscars. There's the Oscars in Muffinsboro, man. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Oscars, Oscars be popping though. Oscars, that's, Oscars, Oscars, Oscars be having same. burrito's. All right, corny side of burritos. I, I see Oscars, but I always go to Blue Coast, Blue Coast burritos. So. No, it's better than you Blue see Coast fucking up. Life, I never even had Blue Coast burrito, and I'm telling you, it's better than Blue Are Coast you sure? burrito. Blue Coast is fire you though. Up in life. Get you a car- look. Do, do this. Do this. And then get they you got- a carne asada burrito. And then if you're up to it, do some. Get some carne asada fries. I get the chicken fries. I, I like chicken the chicken fries. fries. Chicken too. fries popping. All right. But if you want to taste, what, if you want to taste what a burrito tastes like in like San Diego, that's exactly what they do. Yeah. How they cooking and everything. Where we where we at on this um, topic? This is our last topic. Yeah. And major Tennesseans just know. Um, if you knew about Executive Order 54, basically that gives the law to governors to make their make their people wear masks. So basically, Governor Lee has granted mayors in 89 counties the authority to issue mask mandates related to COVID-19. So everybody in Tennessee better wear a mask. Well, I think downtown Nashville is mandatory, but they wouldn't. Last night, from what I've seen on the news and stuff, they were not enforcing it uh, at all. Protests. Well, it says the only time you shouldn't wear, the only time you don't have to wear a mask is when within one's residence or automobile, unless transporting others for hire, which is basically Uber, Lyft. And they said mm-hmm. by a child 12 years of age or younger, or by someone who has trouble breathing due to an underlying health condition or another bona fide medical or health related reason for not wearing a face covering, or while you're eating or drinking by someone who is in camp. Incapacitated or otherwise unable to remove the cloth face covering without assistance if you have no arms. Mm. I mean, in my opinion, honestly, motherfuckers need to be wearing masks, period, bro. 
If you're going outside and being around people. Yeah. And then, then don't make a big deal about it if you go into some place and they say it's mandatory. So Oh man, I've been seeing videos. I think it was Walmart. Walmart. That, <laughs> that old white dude. That old dude is like shaking. He was hey, like dude. trying to, he was trying to juke him. football. Yeah, he was trying to juke him. He was like, Get out my way. Get out my way. It's crazy, dude. Like he was juking, wasn't it? Crap, I was dying. I didn't get him on See, the like, team. <laughs> like everybody's, everybody's first um, complaint is like, I, it's hard to breathe in the mask. Yeah, and whatever. Like nigga, I when I went to the ER, like it was mandatory for me to wear a mask anyway. So I had my own K ninety five mask, and I had another mask on top of it because I'm just paranoid like that. And they had the little oxygen meter on my finger, and my my oxygen levels was like ninety nine the the whole time I was in the ER. So there's if I can wear two fucking masks and still have oxygen levels that high, there's no fucking excuse. It's all in your head because it's something <laughs> over your nose. So. I just take it. I take it like this when the COVID nineteen. We all go get it anyway. I think so too. That's Until all. there's a cure, everybody's okay because everybody still got to live their lives. Whether you're wearing a mask or not, you're still eating. Food by people, by a person being made, by being made with a person. Like, either way, I feel like everybody's going to catch it sooner or later. Just do what you can to prevent it. And if you catch it, just quarantine for 14 days. And then move on with your life. Yeah. That's it. So, and follow the rules. If someone says wear a mask in a place, don't make a big deal out of it. You know, just. Yeah, if you get if you get sick, don't be running in circles thinking you go, you go die. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, well. Is that it? Well, you can juke ju- the motherfuckers at Walmart. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, trying to run over people. <laughs> and still go out to the car and get a mask. Goodness. I, he was probably saying, I'm going to get a mask. I'm going to buy a mask when I go in there. Nah. Dude, nah. They, he, that video, they were going to, they offered to give him a mask. Oh, for real? They said, sir, yeah, they said, sir, I, I, can, I can give you a mask. <laughs> No, he was he was stiff arming them and everything. Stiff like he was on the team. Like he doing the Heisman. He's doing the Heisman on them. Oh snap! Dude, crazy. Man. Well, uh, well, that's it. That's episode thirty. Wrapping it on up. Uh, Black Apino, you got anything? Uh, catch me on Instagram, Twitter um, at Black Apino J. And uh, thanks again to everybody listening and giving us the feedback. Um, just uh, keep it coming and. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you for listening. Uh, I am Ron OG615 on Instagram. And also pick up my new album, uh, Ambidex. It's on Apple and soon other streaming platforms too. So uh, that's it for me. So, sir? Uh, you could find me, um, Sir Esters, on Twitter, Instagram. And you can find us at the Level Up Crew twitter instagram and also give us comments and if you want some topics for us to talk about make sure you give us topics recommendations make sure you share us tell everybody about us and sooner or later we should have videos up if i'm not mistaken we're going to try to do a video the 28th and i'm going to give you a quote by maya angelou to get your day started and to get your week started on the right track if you are always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. So take that in consideration, and you, or you, and you go either level up or shut up. Bitch! Bitch. <laughs>